0: Here in on 101 ESPN, and every week we like to get together with our great friend Mike Claiborne of the Cardinal Baseball Network. You can hear him on KMOX with Cardinal Broadcast. You can also check out his great work at clavesonline.com. The website has all kinds of cool stuff, weekly visits with uh, Keith Costas. Uh, right now they've got a great podcast up with Rammer and Joe Roderick. Claibs, it's always good to have you with us. How are you doing this morning?
1: I'm doing extremely well. The weather has started to break I'm ready to get out of these sweaters and out of these stocking caps and everything else. So I'm good to go.
0: Okay. I got to ask you this first, because I think you and I might be the two people in town that remember this guy. I had a question on the fight in the last segment about Kim Mulkey, the new head coach at LSU. You know where I'm going? Uh, No, go ahead. I'll follow you. Herb Mulkey. Remember him? Oh, yeah, number 28, Washington Redskins. Bingo. Uh, kick returner. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, and
1: if I'm not mistaken, didn't go to college.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah. So, uh, I I was telling Emily and Michelle that I always remember Herb Mulkey because of when exactly. I heard Kim Mulkey's name.
1: Didn't he return a kick against the Cardinals? He
0: did. Yeah. yeah. I have his career stats up here, and it was in 1973, one of those four, nine, and one seasons for the Cardinals, mm-hmm. and it was a 97 yarder.
1: You know what's scary that you and I still remember it like it was yesterday? Yeah, right. And I'm not sure what that says because I have no <laughs> idea how much money is in my checking account right
0: now. So. Uh, that that is a little scary. We have introduced Herb Mulkey to just a, a world of young people.
2: Claves, <laughs> I would actually love to see you go against Randy in the fight, in the in the fight that we do every day, the sports trivia fight, because I think that you would give him a run for his money.
0: Yeah, he Mike would. Well, yeah, I,
1: I, you know what? I think we would have fun with that. Why don't we do a celebrity one one day? That would yes. be great. And, uh, and let's, let's take a shot at it, because I, I find it to be one of the more entertaining things that you guys do. Um, and, and, you know, some of the times you know the answers, and then there are other times you, every now and then somebody else would get it right, and you're like, man, I forgot all about that guy. And it's not that we don't know. It's just that we don't remember. exactly. That, that's, that's the key.
2: Absolutely. All right, Clays, before we get into some Cardinal baseball talk, I want to ask you about the Blues. Another big win over Colorado last night, 4-1. to one. This coming off their win on Saturday, 5-3 to three with a Ryan O'Reilly hat trick. The Blues seem to be finding that confidence, be putting it together a little bit. But as they go down the stretch of the season, do you think this is sustainable for them?
1: I think it has to be. Um, you know, they're already in the playoffs as far as I'm concerned, and not because – They qualify, but they have to be playing in a playoff mentality. Uh, They have to play out of desperation. And the fact that they play Colorado three times, three in a row, it gives you a playoff feel of how you prepare and what you expect. So, for me, I think they're in the playoffs or they're fighting for their playoff lives. Um, I've said this before. If they get in, they might be a handful if they get in because at that point that tells me that the goaltender is playing well. You've got more people scoring, and defensively, you've kind of figured it out that, you know, you're not going to make that one extra turnover or take that bad penalty that we've seen them take so many times this year. So if they cut those things down, yeah, they can be in. And I don't think we've ever seen a Stanley Cup team that didn't have a hot goalie. Mm -hmm. So if Bennington can just get close to what he used to be, who knows?
0: Clemson. It seems like the theme of this segment is going to be sustainability because I don't expect the Cardinals starting pitchers for the rest of the season to have a sub-2 ERA. But I do think that they're very capable of maybe four out of five guys through the rotation giving the Cardinals a quality start. I, I think that sort of ability is there. What do you think?
1: So oh, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, from the start of the spring training, we all thought that the bullpen was going to be one of his strong points. Um, you know, when you look out there, they don't really have a weak link. But, you know, you had to say like, that's only if they're good if they don't have to come in and pitch every day, if they don't have to come in in the fifth inning. And, you know, we, we've seen guys now continue to pass it where, you know, we saw what Wainwright did last night going nine. And, you know, if these guys, you know, pitch with confidence like they are, then why not? I mean, they, they've got some interesting pitchers that, that give you different looks. Starters and in the bullpen. So I, I think that certainly at home, they've proven that. They're going to go on the road for three this weekend, and then they'll come back home and play some more. So they can really start to to build something here um, if they just continue to maintain and obviously throw in strikes. I mean, think about it. This, this team has gotten themselves in trouble because they walk too many people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously the walks come back to haunt you. But recently, and we saw it even last night, Guys are just bearing down more. And if they can continue that, this this could be fun. And, and this could lead us right up to Flag Day where we'll, we'll get off on the right start as far as the real season is concerned.
0: And Flag Day is June 15th, just so people know. 14th. 14th, 14th. yeah. Okay, yeah. We, I celebrated on the 15th, Mike.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you might go to Canadian, route and do it on another day. That's fine. <laughs> hey,
0: I, I've been thinking about this. When Michaelis comes back, who do you take out of that rotation?
1: That's a good question. I, I think, you know, the way they've kind of expressed the fact that they want to kind of go with a six-man rotation, I, I think you may just see them just kind of find days for for maybe him or John Gant to spot start and make sure you've got a bullpen that's rested to back one of those two up. Um, you know, I think with Michaelis, you want to bring him along slowly, so maybe he's a guy that can give you five innings, six innings, 90 pitches, and then maybe it's followed with, with Alex Reyes taking taking on two or three innings. And, and that's where I really feel his future is, Randy and Michelle, not the closer that we're seeing. I think he's a guy that comes in and gives you two or three innings a couple of times a week. Um, and I think because of KK, because of a, a returning Mikelis, those guys may not be able to go as long. And I think if you have those guys along with Reyes, then that means the rest of your bullpen has a good chance of not having to work that night. And if you can keep a rested bullpen close by, it's going to give you greater opportunities as the season goes on.
2: Speaking of the future, no one was getting any action off of Zach Wheeler last night, but I like Dylan Ooh. Carlson in the two-hole there, Claves. It seems like he's found a nice little home there.
1: Well, Michelle, you know, that's a, that's a spot... That, you know, we talked about it right at the beginning of spring training. I think, uh, you know, the the lineup gurus around town all felt like maybe that would be a good spot because of his versatility. You have two switch hitters at the top, and and it just didn't work early on. Did not work. I mean, he was lost. Um, They moved him down the order, and he's gradually worked his way up. Uh, The fact that he's seeing more pitches. The fact that he's seeing a lot of fastballs, the fact that Tommy Edmonds getting on in front of him, who has the ability to steal a base, and the fact that you've got uh, Goldschmidt and Aronado behind him—it's an idea. You know, I think one of us could probably make contact <laughs> with a baseball. I'm not saying get a hit, but make contact. It's an ideal situation for a guy like Dylan Carlson, who, who, if you watch him, he's kind of adjusted his swing a little bit, and I, I think he's really starting to feel it. Uh, there's a couple of people that have really kind of taken him under their wing as far as approach is concerned. And I think we're starting to see the dividends.
0: Who is the uh, so goes player X, so go the Cardinals guy? Who's the guy that needs to perform consistently for the offense to perform consistently?
1: I think it's Paul DeYoung. Um, you know, a guy that, you know, you've moved in various spots in the lineup. I mean, he, he has not been effective at home. I think going in last night, he was hitting like a 100 at home. They've got to find a way for him to, A, cut down on strikeouts, and, B, just put it in play. You know, because if you put it in play, anything can happen. And they moved him in different spots in the lineup. And, and to be honest with you, Randy, Michelle, I'm not sure what the ideal spot is for him in the batting order. I mean, you know, we, we are so obsessed. Well, he's got to hit here and he's got to hit there. I'm not sure if he's a six guy, is he a seven guy, is he a fifth guy? You you just don't know, and I think you have to take into account who's hitting behind him, where teams won't have to pitch. Teams would pitch around him, and then all of a sudden he starts to press and chases pitches at a borderline strikes, and that's how he gets himself in trouble. So I think whoever he's going to bat in front of, we, we need probably vet that person as well to see what they what sort of threat
2: they would provide yesterday, Jeff Breidich stepped down as the general manager of the Rockies. We use step down in air quotes. Um, But Randy and I were talking about (laughs) this earlier in the show. And Randy said that if he was Dick Monfort, if he was the owner of the Rockies, he would throw whatever he could at John Mosellock, a Colorado native, started his career with the Rockies organization and tried to bring him to Colorado to rebuild the Rockies. And... I don't know if there would ever be anything out there that would make that a situation appealing to him. But do you think that whether it's with the Rockies or another organization that there would ever be a challenge or a figure that would be enough to lure John Moselec away from the Cardinals?
1: You know, I would say no, uh, only because like, you know, because he's from Colorado, he spent his entire adult life away from Colorado uh, or most of it. Um, the only way John Moseley-like would be involved in such, so, you know, he'd have to be part owner, I would think. Uh, yeah, I've known, I knew, I knew some other sports teams that had quietly kicked the tires on him uh, when they were looking for a president, and you know, they they really liked the way he had put a model together in order to build what the Cardinals are now. Uh, but I think in this situation, to to start that journey over again probably doesn't work unless there's some sort of ownership value and you know when you have a family who only knows st louis to uproot them and john's kids are getting older now maybe that's something he would entertain but i i I just really feel like at this stage of his life and i and i can't speak solely for him he's got more roots embedded here in st louis than he would in colorado
0: yeah, and I'm.
1: And plus, I, I, he hadn't figured out the, the, the ball carrying out there yet either. So, uh, you got to be able to sell that ballpark and sell pitching. So, uh, nobody else has been able to do it. I don't know if he can do it either.
0: No, the the only thing, Claves, and I don't think he would ever go because he, he's he got it really good here, and Mr. DeWitt has it really good here. But if I'm mm-hmm. Monfort, I'm going to. Uh, and I don't think Monfort has the self awareness to do this. But you put it in writing that. He's the guy, and it's his baby, and he's got all the power. And if I mow, I wouldn't go unless I had that and I had Gruden-type money.
1: Yeah. No, you're, you're right. That's a good way to look at it. I would say, you know, a guy like that, Montford, I would say, here's a deal. I'm going to sign this deal. You go hang out in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, or Tahoe, wherever you like to vacation. Just stay there for six months and then come back and see me. You know, <laughs> you just don't need that sort of meddling. Uh, involved, and, and let's face it, that organization probably needs a do-over from from scouting to uh, you know I don't know what their analytics situation is, that that performance departments or anything along that line, but you probably need a an overall culture change.
0: Absolutely, and that takes time. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, what's the latest thing you're liking on your po- on your uh, page, clavesonline.com? Well,
1: tomorrow we'll have Bob Costas, well, Keith Costas, and Bob Ramsey. That's turned out to be a fun deal. Every day, Bob and Joe Roderick do a deal on the lineups, and we're having a lot of fun with that. And also, uh, we'll have a little draft talk, Chris Landry, who's one of the best as far as the NFL is concerned. So I'm going to ask both you and Michelle this, Randy. How how interested are you in this, this year's draft?
0: It doesn't compare to what it was back in the day when we would start analyzing the draft in October, early October for mm-hmm. the St. Louis Rams. <laughs> but in the last week or so, uh, let me put it this way. I'm interested in the quarterbacks at the top. Yeah. that's
1: my I, thing. You know, I'm interested because I, I think when you draft a quarterback now, you have to have some other pieces in place like protection. You know, I, I can draft a receiver or a running back. Those guys, you, you can get one of those guys. But if you don't have some sort of solid foundation of being able to protect him, it won't make a hill of beans what you do as far as where you take him in the draft. And I think teams are starting to see that more now. So if you're one of those quarterbacks, you better say, well, who's my left tackle? You know, who's the offensive coordinator? You know, and one of the things that kind of scares me to death is um, the young man from Clemson is going to Jacksonville and Brian Schottenheimer is the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, how long do you think that'll
0: last? Yeah, that's. that's I don't. How long is he going to last? And,
1: <laughs> you know what? I, I think the quarterback will be there much longer than Schottenheimer. But I just, I never understood that. How many jobs has he been run off of now?
0: Yeah, a lot of them. And we should note that the greatest show on turf started with Dick Vermeil trading up to get Orlando Pace with the number one pick of yeah. the draft. that's where it started. Exactly,
1: exactly. And if you don't have that foundation. Um, you'll be right back at the draft in three years looking for another quarterback.
2: I actually think, Claves, that this draft has a lot of intrigue compared to other drafts because not only do you have quarterbacks that are likely going in the first round, you have a lot of offensive weapons. Jamar Chase, you have Devontae Mm -hmm. Smith, Jalen Waddell, Kyle Pitts. I think that there's a lot of players out there that are desirable for uh, a lot of teams to move up and acquire. I think we could see a lot of movement in the first round of this draft, which is intriguing to me.
1: I agree with you, Michelle. And I think it also makes a statement that teams think they can win a lot sooner than the old five-year plan or the three-year plan. We've seen a lot of young players step in this league and have a more of an impact than maybe anybody thought. They just need a chance. And I guess more importantly, it's because they're better prepared coming out of college. They understand the pro offenses more. Uh, You've had college coaches, that now find themselves holding the clipboard. Now you see pro coaches going back to college. So that gap between college and pro has been narrowed greatly. So these players have a better understanding of what the next level is going to be like, and therefore they can step right in. And, you know, you hope it's never because of an injury or poor play, but the kid merits the opportunity. But don't be surprised to see these three quarterbacks getting some tosses this year.
0: Mike Claiborne will be tuned in for Chris Landry tomorrow on clavesonline.com. We'll hear you during the broadcast for the Cards and Phillies this evening. Thanks, as always, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: All right, you guys have a great week. Michelle, we got to figure something out here. The weather's starting to break.
2: You text me anytime, Claibs. You know I'm there. All right.
0: (laughs) And and by the way, Claibs, you can use this later. Last eight games, Cardinals starters uh, with a 1.74 earned run average. Last eight starts. That's, that's
1: now, if we can multiply that times, well, my math's not very good. But you know what? I'll give. If they can go 1.8, you know, between now and October, that'd be okay. <laughs>
0: We'd we take that. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll see you later, my bit. man. All right. You guys have a great day. You too, Claibs. That's our friend Mike Claiborne on 101 ESPN.
1: Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.